0: What's going on, Badge Nation? Welcome to the PPC Den Podcast, your home of the world's first and longest running podcast about Amazon advertising. We're here to make your Amazon PPC a little bit easier, a little bit more profitable. Uh, If you haven't listened to the previous episode, episode 207 with Alfredo, they should listen to it because Alfredo and I are doing a special series of PPC stories uh, where we talk about a problem in an account, the high ACOS, bad campaign structure, uh, keyword dumping. And we're going to talk about what our approach was. And we followed this particular ASIN over the course of, how long has it been? Three months? Yeah. Three months. Uh, so we're going to follow along with the story. And you can hear the actions we did, what went right, what went wrong. And it's a really good one. Uh, let's go Badger Nation. Let's do it. I've launched campaigns and picked keywords, I've got my bit, set placements too, Never bad mistake. Alfredo. So this is part two of our experiment. And this was a really good one uh, because we recorded part one. Do you know, do you remember when we recorded part one? I have it here. Uh, October 27th. October 27th. It's now December 20th. And recap for us what problem we were trying to solve. Keyword dumping,
1: match type dumping. Three match types in a campaign the holy trinity, and uh, a bunch of targets sitting in that campaign. Yes.
0: Uh, and keyword dumping for the uninitiated is a term that I, th- uh, I think was first said on the show, probably episode 20 or so, um, when you can kind of get away with it a little bit more back then. But I feel like keyword dumping is holding back like, of, out of all the accounts that I see that, like, get in touch that are like, hey, we've got a problem. Here's the pro, And, like, I open it up and I look at it. Probably 75% of them have some degree of keyword dumping. Uh, and for the uninitiated, what does keyword dumping mean to you, Alfredo? A lazy PPC manager. Ooh, he said <laughs> it. Uh, so, so, yeah, it, it's just, like, literally just, you mentioned it, putting three match types in the same ad group, putting potentially hundreds. And, you know, this just seems to be such a common issue. And the reason why it's an issue is a little bit tricky because the way I like to think about it is that there are things in Amazon PPC that are shared by a campaign. And then there are individual elements of a campaign that inherit it. Um, so that's like the first category is like shared settings versus individual settings. then the second category is sort of how the algorithm works so like the mechanism of how amazon works and the first part which is like settings that are shared and settings that are individual it's like you set a budget on a campaign level but you set keyword bids uh you set keyword bids but that keyword bid is inherited by all of the product ads in that sponsored product campaign you You could have hundreds of products and hundreds of keywords, and every single one of them will inherit the top of search placement bid. So what you end up getting is this mess where certain things are being inherited uh, and being influenced by many, many things all at once. So for example, if you have 100 keywords in a single ad group, in a single campaign, uh, and you have... 20 products in there, your top of search placement will be placement adjustment, whether it's 100%, 200%, whatever it is, will be used by every single one of them. And it's very likely that there are some keywords where the 100% is too high, some where it's too low. So that is why having lots of different performing things uh, is an issue and I also think it's worth mentioning like what's the perfect amount of keywords in a campaign some people I hate these hard and fast rules where people say like just make it 30 max and it's like well actually if you have one keyword in there that has you know a thousand searches a day uh, and performs at a 20% ACoS right next to another keyword that gets a thousand searches in a month that has a 50% 100% ACoS those and you just have two keywords that's still a weird ad group. Like you still wouldn't want that. Um, So like you really want to segment by like performance. Uh, And uh, the second thing, since I'm already on a roll here, is like the algorithm and how it behaves, which is if you have a thousand keywords in that ad group, it's very likely that the bottom 90% of these keywords could benefit by being in their own campaign. Because for whatever reason, it just seems like when you have a whole bunch of keywords in a single campaign, they don't get the... Uh, the representation that they, you would expect, uh, uh, with impressions. So there's there's some weirdness that happens. That if, what else do you think about keyword dumping?
1: I like the analogy of the crabs in the barrel. That one keyword, if it can get more spend, it's going to block out the rest, and it's going to sort of pull the other crabs to get it to the yeah. top.
0: Did you say crabs?
1: Uh, crabs in the barrel. Crabs they climb on the each baron. other and they pull each other down.
0: They climb on each other and they try to keep the ones that they're climbing on each down. Other down. How about that? Yeah, and they pull each other down. Damn, what a metaphor for life. If only they work together. So <laughs> we had a situation uh, way back in September where basically we had a keyword dumped campaign. All three match types, most of the spend was going to exact, so you had this like weird uh, lumpy traffic. And the performance actually wasn't that bad. Uh, the ACOS was 23%. Uh, and, you know, over the course of a month, you know, 23% A ACoS, about 5,500 clicks. It wasn't that bad. Uh, and at the time when we recorded part one of this show, we're like, let's do search term graduation. So like move the pr- proven terms to exact, launch some single keyword campaigns, put broaden phrase in their own campaigns uh, with the exact terms as negative. Uh, there were some variation considerations that you made, like product-based variations that you uh split out uh i think you uh you put like the hero variation in all of the new ad groups is that Trends. what you did
1: yeah so we we drove all the traffic to the hero asin and then all those secondary asins we just made long tails for them i so see they were red, co- red red color it would have like a nice long tail and have campaigns only targeting red blocking out the, the black
0: yeah So yeah, so 5,000 clicks. Now, what's crazy about this, which I think is really interesting, campaign structure is volatile. It's a volatile act, which is why anytime you do campaign structure, do it piecewise. Do it little chunks at a time. Dedicate some time every week or every two weeks or even every three or four weeks where you're going to make some campaign structure adjustments. I think it's a mistake to go into an account that's already been running for a while. And be like, the campaign structure is so bad everywhere. I'm going to, in the extreme case, pause everything and just launch new campaigns. So that's always bad. I I don't like that because it's like you're changing too many things at once, right? Like anytime we can control and pare down the number of variables of things that we're changing, we would always want to do that. Um, And I think what we're going to talk about in terms of like what happened since in the, you know, Two three months since the restructure happened, it's worth knowing, right? So it, it, it's so like basically what happened was you did the restructure, and actually clicks went way up. So clicks went way up. We went from fifty five hundred clicks to almost nine uh, to almost eight thousand clicks, uh, which is a lot, right? Like we spent more, we got way more clicks, and actually A cost went up at first. So in the sort of the weeks following, A cost actually went up. Uh, you know, we went from an ACOS of 23% to 28%. So that's a, that's a pretty big leap. Uh, just a recap of the numbers here, and, and you can sort of talk about, CPCs went up as well from 320 to 367. Revenue went up very nicely from 76,000 in revenue to 104,000 in revenue. So we got more clicks, a lot more sales. CPC went up, ACOS went up in, the fir- in their first preceding weeks why do you think that is so what we like saying
1: is that these targets are sitting as a hundred there's some that are going to perform better and there's some that are going to perform worse and when we do this restructure we just want to see how they all perform in their own budgets and in this month they all they, they were all broken out and we split them some single keyword campaigns some exacts and then that's that's still what ate up most of our spend uh and the fact that we're trying out these new targets they're slightly more expensive, and that's one reason why they didn't work because the CPCs were a lot
0: higher on these newer targets. Um, so it sounds like some. And the, and, oh yeah. So it sounds like some like of that algorithmic work where previously some of these things were probably suppressed, and then when you opened it up, they started getting traffic that they didn't get that wasn't there right. previously. So like a keyword that maybe gets one click a month is now getting. 10 clicks a month or 20 clicks a month, multiplied out by a lot of keywords. So correct. So
1: I like saying we open Pandora we open Pandora's box. Hmm. <laughs> Whatever comes out, comes out. Yeah. And and then we need this month to sort of see what comes out, and then we can cut it back down and optimize it because this data starts rolling in.
0: Yeah, um, it's it's sort of the classic like it's hard to expand an account. So like, that's what you did in the sort of first phase where you're like, let's open this up. Let's give this more air. Let's give this more sunlight. Let's like see what's really there uh, and see like, because the clicks are there. The crazy thing is like people talk about scaling a lot and it's like, they feel like they're at their wit's end. And it's weird that campaign structure is actually a scaling activity. It's like, you want to grow an account in size and clicks and orders. Campaign, there's campaign cons- structure considerations to make. Um, so like launching a single keyword campaign is actually a scale activity, like breaking ma- match types out is a scale activity. Like all these things allow for more concentrated traffic on things. So in the first few weeks, right? Clicks went way up, CPCs went up, spend went up, revenue went up, ACOS went up. And like you gave more of like some of that is like the algorithmic stuff. Some of that is like the shared settings that I mentioned earlier, where it's like, I, my hunches, and maybe you can tell us, like, were some of these things like suppressed with maybe like their budget limitations, or uh, they didn't get bids high enough because like there were just too many keywords in it. Like, why? Like, why do you think? What did you do to basically unsuppress? Like, how did? What did you do here?
1: The keywords went into their own campaigns. Yeah. So when they have their own campaigns, then they have their own budgets, and then it's almost like. Part of the Amazon algorithm, at least this is my opinion, Amazon's going to look at the budget and it's going to try to see, well, how can I spend out that budget as much as I can? Mm. And how can I make as much money for your CPCs? So when you split out the CPCs, it's almost like Amazon each time is looking at a brand new budget to try to spend. It's like the algorithm has a new challenge that does the heavy lifting. When you have the keyword dumping, it's so easy for the algorithm to just say, well, let me run all the keywords, whichever one spends the most. I spend the most on that and the other ones get no attention. So breaking that out, they all get their own budget and then you see the good and the bad. Yeah.
0: Um, Big time. You know, I haven't ran Facebook ads in in quite some time, but there was this phenomenon in Facebook ads where if you launched a Facebook ad with like three different ad variations, whatever one started getting the clicks or the orders first would continue to dominate the ad set forever it's a really weird thing it would start to it would appear that it started to suppress the other two like it just wouldn't rotate them evenly at all because it's trying to serve the one that gets the most clicks or the most impressions the most engagement uh and whatever is like winning on the first day appear to be the one that would continue to win forever and i would do these experiments where like okay that would happen whatever was winning the first few days won forever i would launch it i would launch another ad set with a like the ad that looked like the loser and it would end up outperforming it like it would end up getting more room so the concept here is like exactly the same it'd be cool to like interview like an amazon algorithm engineer of like hey why is this happening like where in the code like does why is it doing this um because it is kind of like weird how just splitting things out gives it more room gives it more volume uh tell us a little bit about the thought process like when you were doing this, when you were doing this, did you use well, let's talk tools first. Like, did you use the ad console? Did you use uh, a bulk file? Like, uh, did you use what did you use to, to actually do the act of breaking things out?
1: So, first, downloaded the search and report, mm-hmm. then I plugged in um, search volumes on those keywords, so I just matched them in the search and report. Oh, yeah. Um, And then I start sorting the terms by search volume. And then when we see, let's say, a big search term and it's not performing that well, that's probably acceptable, right? Maybe this massive term is just too big for the category, not specific. But then we start hitting this area where it's like product-specific words that are not getting enough spent. And those were the first ones. Most of the times I was giving them their own single keyword campaigns. Those are the first ones getting broken out. Then as I went lower, I would just make slightly bigger exact campaigns based on the search volume. So I would I would try, let's say, you know, we have five keywords that all have around 4,000 searches a month. I would try to put them in their own exact and then get the keyword, the keyword, the keyword campaigns would get bigger as the keywords got smaller. Um, then that was the first idea for the restructuring. And then I just took that same exact structure, put them in phrase with the targets that blocked out in exact, and then took, took those same targets, put them in broad, with the targets blocked out in uh, phrase phrase match, and that's what I like as a good structure. And then they launched it all with the bulk sheet. Amazing. Uh,
0: well, that is fantastic. Uh, did I say fantastic? That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, that's great. And uh, if anyone needs extra content on like bulk files or anything like that, uh, that's in the spreadsheet of all of our shows. So we've got a lot of shows, and we've included that uh, the Badger Guide. To Amazon Advertising, where we've consolidated a lot of our shows, some of our best content. So you can go directly to our bulk files episodes. That's a Google Doc. That's in the link below. Check that out. So what's really cool, Alfredo, is that when you launched it, it opened it up. It was actually pretty sick. Like To go from 5,500 keywords to about 8,000 keywords is amazing. Uh, clicks, clicks. Clicks, that's right. Yes. So about 5,500 5, Clicks to about eight thousand clicks, revenue going up like, uh, what is that? That's an extra twenty-five grand of revenue from seventy-five. Yeah, that's like thirty-three percent more revenue. A cost went up. So from here, you were set up after you sort of observed this data for a couple of weeks. You're like, mm, a cost is higher, right? We went from twenty-three percent a cost to twenty-eight percent, not ideal. And then you started instead of expanding. Again, you pared down. You started to begin the process of trimming the weeds, trimming the fat, optimizing. So what's cool about this, like I see the result here, you eventually got it down to 17% ACoS, which is better than the original. And you've also maintained a high number of clicks, like 7,200 clicks. And actually revenue seemed like it continued to climb. CPCs went down. Uh, in that time frame, CPCs are actually returned to about the what they were uh, before the restructure. So, like, what happened here? How did we how did we get more revenue at cheaper A costs than about the same amount of clicks? The
1: CPC still went up a little bit, bit. Mm-hmm. so it was about like a ten percent increase in CPCs. Well, when we launched it, let's say we we're we, uh, the good. We were able to just keep optimizing, and a lot of times we're able to increase the CPCs there and, and push those guys more. But what really came to account here is how we dealt with, let's say, the bad part, the fat that came uh-huh. out of this restructure. And I think one thing we did was not turn the keywords off, but just lower the bids. Mm-hmm. And slowly doing that and just nudging those bids down, it was able to get our CPCs lower. And actually, it is surprising that revenue went up. And I think that's more credit to the, the, the good part coming out. So like those low ACOS campaigns, I was able to feed in those more budgets. But actually, the sales coming from these high ACOS keywords actually went down in that period. It's not reflected in the overall numbers because we're looking at the aggregate. Um, and they went down because we lowered the bids. So we're just getting less impressions, less sales, but a good ACoS. So effectively, both parts of this are just moving to lower the ACoS down together. Yeah. Um, and that's what we're seeing.
0: Very cool. So yeah, I, I agree with you. Like I, you wouldn't expect to go from 28% to 17% ACoS, so like reducing A ACoS. Gen- and so like clicks did go down during that time frame, CPCs went down during that time frame, but it's actually like an unexpected perk to also gain revenue when you've reduced clicks, uh, and reduced ACoS. It's all about like, but what's cool about this is I imagine like you're just able to better, you know, play with the flow of traffic. It's like, I want more traffic over here for this higher converting stuff. I want less traffic over here for this lower converting stuff. And you can't really do that when things are jumbled up together. Um, yeah. And then, of course, seasonality did have an impact,
1: right? So we are starting with our campaigns from October. And then and then now when we're going into December, we're going to see a slightly better increase in sales. So
0: sure. I, w- I would also say, yeah, but I mean, I, you know, I know this client and obviously we kept the client obfuscated. Uh, it's like a B2B. It's like not a giftable Christmassy gift. So like maybe it's pretty interesting here. But I think the point remains like, you know, being able to take a structure that like, wh- you know, even if it doesn't have something to do with quarter four, like it still is a result of like you, you are able to better tap into some of this stuff more so like you're able to jump on more opportunity because you're able to do that. Like when else are you able to like do a lower CPC, get more clicks and you know, almost double revenue uh, and and trim your ACoS. It's like a little bit of a hat trick here. So yeah, so I think like the old structure, if we think about it, what was it like? Yeah, it was like one campaign, all this stuff was lumped in.
1: Yeah, and there was one manual. So they just put all the match types there and there was an auto. And actually the auto is worth mentioning because we were able to keep it. We were able to just increase negative targeting. Um, One of the um, targeting types so one of like the auto match types working really well and we're able to keep that one going and that's another part of our restructuring that when we have good history on a campaign we want to keep it going oh yeah and we try everything we can to just make this campaign as precise as possible as dialed in and cut out all the fats of that campaign
0: big time Um, so yeah just the rundown of what you've got now you've got three single keyword campaigns five exact campaigns five phrase and broad campaigns category targeting a catch-all, uh, remind the good people out there of Badger Nation what a catch-all is.
1: A broad match type usually with a very low bid and a lot of targets. So now we let the Amazon algorithm go really wide. And if we can get a really cheap CPC, it's going to have a really low ACoS. These campaigns have a, have phenomenal ACoS, just they have really low volume. Cool.
0: Product attribute targeting. Uh, I imagine that's a lot of uh, actual product attribute, like product targeting, as opposed to like expanded product targeting yeah and tweak the old auto and leave it running so very cool so like really cool to see that structure go out uh really interesting that like performance actually uh you know depending on how you split it we increased the volume but A cost went up in the first checkpoint I actually am kicking myself for not recording a little bit during that first checkpoint where it's like performance went up and just to sort of like talk through your take in that moment, right? Because like as a PPC manager, it had to have been pretty stressful to like remodel campaigns and actually have ACoS go up. Granted, you had more revenue, but like ACoS still went up in that first checkpoint. It would have been cool to check in. Do you remember how you were feeling at that time? Like what kind of conversations <laughs> are, were you do, were you going through?
1: They were tough conversations. Um, sometimes it's really interesting that as a PPC manager, you can look at all the data and the best thing to do is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and the best thing is just wait let the algorithms keep going. Let the data come in. Let's not hinder this data. I mean, obviously, there were targets that were really that came in really high. Those were cutting in early. Yeah. But all the guys sitting in the middle, we let those targets run, and then we slowly optimize them over time.
0: Yeah. Um, well, very cool. So lessons learned. You got to break stuff apart. Uh, campaign restructure, I think, is something that really can help people combat rising CPCs. Uh, and we've got it. CPC inflation, just rising CPCs. Uh, so yeah, any final thoughts? I feel like, you know, you did it. This is like a, a pretty solid hat trick. It took us longer to record than expected. Like uh, like just the restructure, like things came up in the account. Like I think it's okay sometimes to like re- like moves the calendar around of like what you're doing and when you're doing it and, and whatnot. So like as a campaign manager, how are you feeling about this right now?
1: Awesome. Right. We, the structure makes our life so much easier because we can control it. So when problems do come, when the low seasons hit, it's much easier to segment out the bids and move things to where we want. So the process to get to this structure was hard. It was a tough month, but once we got there, it's solid right now. I ha- Now we have this control. And then when we have new goals, when the client's going to come say, "Hey, we want to slightly change these goals." We have the structure to orient the account that way. Yeah. Um,
0: cool. What's the next plans for these campaigns? Let yeah. them run. Let's see how they move. Move on to other asins. Conquer, conquer new new, new territory.
1: Probably that's the idea. Right. Um,
0: cool. Well, Alfredo, we've done it. A cool little PPC story uh where we observed a situation talked about the changes that we made and talked about the impact of those changes uh i love this one that it like kind of got a little worse to start and then eventually got better i love that we were able to talk through this amazing uh well thanks so much alfredo thank you it's
1: always a pleasure being on here
0: everyone else oh yeah i'll see you inside the badger den